children, you are about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Previously on the Jock Doc Podcast. Subscription boxes, they're very, very in right now. So we've already started our own box company, the Jock Doc Box. We have some subscriber feedback already. My name is Damien Ant, and I'm supposed to do a review of the Jocka Daga box. It comes every day. I didn't have to subscribe to it, it just appears. It was filled completely with ants. I love ants. And they like bring me breakfast and they clothe me. I didn't have this suit jacket until yesterday. I didn't buy it, it just appeared. With the Jock Daga box, you can get one, get two, one, get two. one two. Introducing your host. Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as subepidermal anti-transglutaminase IgA autoantibodies, and daylight savings. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron. Hi, Dr. London. Hey, I want to ask you a question. How are you today? And that's not just a greeting. I want to know, how are you? The real you. Yeah, hi, Cameron. Normally, you come in with this whole thing of like everything you've got going on like you I don't know that time whenever you built your own outhouse and would not come out of it for a week or you know just all these little things you get into and it it is nice to be asked once in a while how I'm doing Um, that's so and how does that make you feel okay so I didn't I didn't actually answer like how I'm doing or Mm, yeah so I guess do you, want me, do you still want me to answer, or are we past? I mean, does that remind you of anything, maybe in your childhood, or anything you want to elaborate on? Are you, uh, no, so I have, I, I honestly, I still haven't even gotten to talking about myself yet, but I, should I, or are we? I, I, I can't technically tell you what to do, I'm just here to maybe ask some questions and to listen. Okay, I guess, anyway, so that's, um, thank you, thank you, Cameron, for your contribution, uh, I am, and how does that make you feel? Right now, I guess ignored a little bit, a, a lot actually. Yeah. Okay, you agree? Did your parents ignore you a lot growing up? Yeah, some, but um, I don't know. That and how does that make you feel? Uh, well, right. I think it helped me to be the person I've become. So if that's, uh, I think that that's a pretty positive thing. And how does that make? you feel dr london well okay think think, about it in terms of your childhood yeah i I think we can just go ahead and move on from there i'm not sure that we're really covering any new ground with that patient is irritable and erratic all right okay uh all right so that that was our producer cameron also with us is did you do in the house nope 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 hey i want to ask you a question how are you? How are you? And that's not just a greeting. I want to know. How are you? The real, the real you. you. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Make you feel. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, does that remind you of anything maybe in your childhood or anything you want to elaborate on? Mm, yeah, yeah. Did your parents ignore you? Did your parents ignore you a lot growing up? Yes. And how does that make you feel? And later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest. Is that something that you would enjoy, Dr. London? Uh, yeah, as long as a special guest is, you know, someone who's going to really, um, you know, be a medical expert of some kind or bring in some 
you know, research, preferably like, let's say, I, we haven't had a lot of PhDs come in here, so it'd be nice to have something like that. Um, someone who's really going to bring some insight that our listeners are, you know, that's what they're come for, right? So. And does focusing on the guest make you feel ignored? Uh, okay, I, I feel like your questions are really intentionally broad and just inserting keywords. How does that make you feel? Okay, uh, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So, and this, and Cameron, just for your information, listener feedback makes me feel like I am being listened to. So, the, this is the response that we get. So, and does that remind you of anything from your childhood? Uh, I get. I think I'll I'll just read. This, or well, tell you about this first. Let's stay in the present for the moment. So. Patient Previously. is confused and so, tripping over his words. Okay. So previously, I mentioned that I had found an actual physical mailbox where fans had apparently just been leaving us actual real fan mail. Uh, so this was a big change from the usual methods of, you know, skywriting and words written in blood on the walls. But unfortunately, when I went to check that mailbox today, the neighborhood bully was holding it up above his head so I couldn't reach it. Wow, and that must have really hurt you, huh? Well, I mean, well, not not this time he didn't physically hurt me, the, the bully, but... But did it hurt you maybe in a non-physical way? How did that make you feel? Okay, well, I did, do we have to talk about the bully right now? You brought him up? Yeah. Hey, I, this is... Dr. London, this is your session. This is your hour. You can talk about anything that you want. But it is interesting that you brought it up. If I could, I'm just going to focus on the actions that took place because my feelings in the moment weren't really the focus for me. Yeah. Does that make you feel ignored? I, no, no. It just makes me feel focused. Like I said, the word I used, focused. You know? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So anyway, um, so... As I said, the bully was holding up this uh, this mailbox above his head so I couldn't reach it. But one letter did fall out. And I am proud to say that after the bully stuck it down the back of his pants and sort of smooshed it around a little, he did allow me to take it. So the note reads, well, hold on, let me just, it's kind of, kind of slimy here. Uh, the note reads, quote, you still owe me. How does that make you feel? Okay, well, but so, the note is slimy. Uh, a little disgusted, I guess. And yet you committed to it anyway. Why is that? Well, as I said, the listener feedback is pretty important to me. So that's, you know, I I overcome these things because I want to reach this goal of reading it, which I was trying to do. Okay, uh, so... Now I'm going to present to you a different scenario, Dr. London. Okay. Last week in our session, you told me about your childhood trauma of having Forrest Gump leg braces and um, being unable to play kickball like all the other kids because you were just waddling around with your Forrest Gump braces. Okay, well, you are you are changing the story uh, just for the listeners. So I did have the Forrest Gump braces, but they were their memorabilia item, and I would carry them in my arms around. They're still very big and bulky because they, they're in a sort of preservation chamber. Uh but yeah, it did, it really did affect my sports and everything because I wouldn't put it down. Yeah. You know, like some kids won't put down their bottles or pacifiers. For me, I had the Forrest Gump memorabilia leg braces. And you had bullies, didn't you? So now, Dr. London, you're talking about bullies today and how even though this note is slimy and disgusting, you're going to commit to it because you're not going to let the bullies beat you. I think that's brave, don't you? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I just, you know, I I feel like you're calling this a session when really the, we just happen to have been talking about something and I'm not you know, I didn't I didn't ask you to take me on as a patient or anything and I don't see you as qualified to do so. And how does that make you feel? Uncomfortable with with you in that in that role. Hmm. Anyway, so interesting. The note 
reads, quote, You still owe me $3.75 for that parking meter I paid for when you took me to the big city for my doctor appointment. End quote. First of all, I would like to thank this listener so much for their insightful question here on the Jock Talk podcast. To, to answer the question, though, I, I feel like uh, to this listener, you may have me confused uh, because, so me, the doctor, I'm the doctor. You may have me confused with your driver, but perhaps you could consider forgiving that debt considering the relatively low cost and the trouble the driver may have had to go through to take you all the way to the big city. So you think that this gentleman friend of yours uh, isn't isn't worth the payment you owe him? Is that is that right, Doctor London? Yes. No. So as I said, I don't I don't think that that I that I owe anyone this payment. I think that in this situation, right, because it's such a low amount, and you just think that you should be able to keep that. That's interesting. No, no. So I, as I said, I in that scenario, patient I think, lacks empathy thief that's your that's your diagnosis is thief these are just these are just freeform notes okay well in any case um so to that listener you i I feel like you may have just sent the the letter to me instead of to the your your driver also i hate to bring this up because i know it's sort of awkward in a session like this but um um your insurance did not work last time so if you can get with lisa on your way out if we can get that cleared up that would be that'd be fantastic yeah, once again, I'm not I'm not your patient, but um anyway, so do this listener, thank you for listening. Yes. Now for today's medical topic, borreliosis. Borreliosis is an environmental lung disease with both acute and chronic forms, both of which are associated with exposure to beryllium that's breathed in, it's beryllium metal or alloys, which is classically associated with working in the aerospace industry, uh, along with you know ceramics, computer defense, electronic, and metal recycling industries. So patients should be Kind of reminds you of someone, huh? Maybe someone who also feels a little exposed. Uh, exp- I don't, I don't know a lot of, I don't think I know people, at least to my knowledge, I don't know people who are specifically exposed to beryllium on a regular basis. Okay. Let's, let's role play for a second. Let's pretend that the role of beryllium yeah. is played by Dustin Hoffman. And let's pretend that the role of feeling exposed is played by Tim Taylor. Tim Allen's character on Home Improvement. Uh, okay. All right. So now let's imagine that thing happening. I'm sorry. What was what was the question? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> okay. Okay. You're just imagining it happening in in the show with Tim. Well, it's supposed, it was supposed to be a role play exercise. If you're not going to take these sessions seriously, then they're not going to work. Which is fine. You're the one paying for them, and you can do whatever you want. With I'm, whatever happens in here. I'm not. But if not you paying, want but... progress, Dr. London, then you have to participate. Go ahead. Go ahead with your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, like I said, uh, the it's occupational exposures that you're, you're searching for with Borreliosis. So uh, that can be the classic thing is aerospace industry, but they can also uh, be exposed with ceramics, computers, defense, electronics, and metal recycling industries. So patients should be asked about those occupational exposures. In acute disease, Borreliosis... Now, do you, do you say patients should be asked about that because deep down you wish someone was asking you that, Dr. London? No, no, because I, I don't need to be asked that because I already... I don't work in any of those industries, so I can already dismiss it in my mind because I'm not... That's not a factor for me. Patient is a fibber okay so so in acute disease beryliosis presents as a diffuse pneumonitis caused by massive exposure to beryllium in chronic disease beryliosis presents similarly to sarcoidosis which you know we've actually covered that on the show before uh and this may include non-caseating granulomas in the lungs uh, skin lesions and the presence of hypercalcemia Imaging may show hilar adenopathy or reticular and nodular lung opacities. Uh, beryllium lymphocytic 
proliferation test is the initial diagnostic test of choice for patients with clinical or radiographic evidence of lung disease and an occupational or environmental history of beryllium exposure. I remember another little boy who was um, covered in skin lesions. Do you remember who? who I'm talking about, Dr. London? Someone who maybe told me this in a previous session? Okay. I, I think that you're talking about yourself, right? Because you, you talked a lot about this to me. How you just and how does that make you feel? I, I mean, as usual, I'm skeptical and concerned, and confounded because I don't know how you got those lesions, uh, especially like because are you aren't... usually so fearful of human touch? From from people with open lesions, from open wounds, yes, yes, I am. So just touch it. No, no, it's not like that's. You still have that fear, huh? Yeah, but I think it's a healthy fear because I don't. That's an infected, you know, pulsating. I, anyway, so um, the the beryllium lymphocytic uh, proliferation test is the initial diagnostic test of choice for patients with clinical or, you know, that exposure. Uh, following such a positive test, the next test is usually a fiber optic bronchoscopy with bronchoalveolar lavage, endobronchial biopsy, and transbronchial biopsy. However, diagnosis of chronic beryllium disease requires all three findings of a history of beryllium exposure, a positive beryllium lymphocytic proliferation test, and... The One thing that I've noticed sometimes about doctors, because you you're not my only patient who happens, to be, who happens to be in the medical field, and one of the things that I've noticed is that it seems to be easier for you to diagnose a patient with chronic beryllium uh, deficiency syndrome. But are, are you willing to maybe diagnose yourself with maybe chronic beryllium weakness in your heart? Well, no, because I don't have the exposure. That's that's sort of the basis. Because you're this not diagnosis. willing to allow your, yourself to expose yourself to people. Don't to beryllium might be a little deep. It, it's beryllium that I'm that I'm trying to avoid exposure to. Because you're unwilling to just open up to people. To, to beryllium. To expose your heart. To beryllium, yeah. No, and, and I, sta I stand by that. Kind of makes you think, huh, Dr. London? Yeah, it, well, it makes me think, oh, good idea, because this is a chronic lung disease. So anyway, so that last point, uh, the presence of non-casein granulomas and or mononuclear cell infiltrates on lung history. Does that make you feel ignored? This does, yes. I... I feel like I'm very, you know, I, I have one more sentence to go before we're, we're done with this portion of the lesson. And I really feel like if I can just finish this, then maybe we can move on from the therapy session you seem to. But will it be just a single more sentence, Dr. London? Will there not be sentences after that? So is it really the sentence you're trying to finish? Or is it really you? Uh, no, it... <sighs> It's just the scent. It's the the you know the lesson plan that we're following is really, really what it is. So so treatment for borreliosis, acute or chronic, is glucocorticoid therapy. Okay. Is that is that satisfactory to you, Cameron? I I no judgments. I I you know every every session is a great session for me as long as it's great for you. That, okay, well, that, 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 that's all I have to say. Me. All all I want is just a little growth in each session. And just a reminder, your insurance. You've got to fix the insurance. I'm not your patient. Because otherwise, we're just... okay. Just talk to Lucy on your way out. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and move on from there then. Uh, well, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. And if I may add, I think that this might be one of the best guests we've ever had on this show. Okay, so it's uh, it's a, I guess, a practicing physician or a research doctor, uh, clinical scientist. Uh, I mean, it's he definitely has a car. He got here. Okay, that's. Oh, I guess, I guess, uh, well, hello there. Um, my name is Dr. LondonSmith.com. Hello, my name is Damien Ant. Well, welcome to the Jock Talk podcast. So what, 
what brings you to the show? Uh, D- can I call you Damien? You can absolutely call me that. Well, you see, a few, at this point, months ago, maybe longer, I got sent a box filled with ants. Oh. What do you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is you. Yes, this is me. Oh, the ant guy. The ant guy. Yeah. Can you catch our listeners up on what happened last time? Well, what happened last time was I got sent a box filled with ants. I tamed the ants. I trained them. They brought me a suit and now a top hat as well. And they make me food every day. Yes. Okay. So so Cameron's what appeared to be a, a horrible attempt at, you know, a, a subscription box thing, I think mm-hmm. it was, turned out to actually be helpful in the end. It's incredibly helpful. You know, surprisingly, you're the only person I've heard feedback from. This is this is incredible. This this really excites me. Really, that's yeah. surprising. And Mian, can I call you Mian? Uh, sure. Mian, so I, I mean, I want to tell, like, I want to hear how has your life improved since these ants came into your life? Well, my life has improved. I'm now making money. I used to not make money. Now I make money. Okay, and out of what? I honestly don't know. The ants just bring me money every day. Okay, so so you don't make money so much as the ants gather money for you. The ants gather me my money and bring it back to me. Well, he's still making the money as the uh, owner of this operation, Dr. London. I mean, is, you know, the CEO of Coca-Cola, does he know every single can that gets sold? No, of course not. He just cashes that fat check at the end of the year. But he does sell something. He he sells a, a product and then receives. I'm sure the ants are doing something legal. I get, to be fair, I don't know how many laws there are against, or, or what protections are in place against ant. Well, I guess it'd be thievery, probably, right? What? I mean, that's just rude of you to instantly assume, Doctor. I, I, I'm so sorry to our guest. I, I mean, I'm, I mean, are your ants? I'm sure they're nice, kind ants that wouldn't ever rob anyone, right? No, of course not. Why would they ever do that? Yeah, they're nice ants. I mean, are these, like, do they have individual personalities? Do you get along with them? Yes, I know all of them. There's Jeremy. James. Mm Mm-hmm. Charles. Mm Mm-hmm. Henry. Ellie. Mm Mm-hmm. Jessica. Mm Mm-hmm. Patricia. Now, I want to ask about Patricia really quickly. Patricia. Mm -hmm. She's annoying. I'll put that. Uh, out of everyone, she does the most work, though, so I can't get rid of her. Oh, yeah, so it kind of balances itself out. I mean, this is interesting. Yeah. Dr. London, are you not interested in this? Yeah, I, like, it's, there. it is fascinating to hear that someone finds a way to communicate with and then command and control uh, an apparent army of ants. Like, the, the room is covered right now, and, like, I, it, the, I'm, I'm glad that you're commanding them to at least... <clears throat> keep space a little space around the lights so that we can see each other but otherwise the the ants are just covering everything right now oh yes they do that yeah uh so so that there part... are ants everywhere and i love all of them and know all of their names do you want to know more ant names yeah a few there's andrew aaron uh-huh. nathan uh-huh uh-huh did i already say jeremy i think i already said jeremy let's see who where else are they um, now, do Jeremy and Nathan get along? They get along great. I think they're siblings. I'm like 90% sure confident that they're siblings. Oh, yeah. Some people you can just kind of tell, you know? Yeah. And you're, you've are you known them for this long, so it'd be awkward to ask. It would. It would. It really would. Now, it, it sort of sounds like now while these ants are like around you and follow you, do you control the ants or not? Because, you, you know, one, you just let them do their own thing and just come back with money. So it doesn't sound like you're controlling them. And then right now, when we're talking about how there's ants everywhere, your response was sort of just like, yeah, there sure are ants everywhere. Yeah. Well, you see, I can speak to them telepathically. Oh, really? I can only speak to ants telepathically. I've tried grasshoppers. They don't work. Grasshoppers are jerks. Are are you sure they're jerks or that they just can't communicate with you? Yeah, I feel like that's rude to assume if you can't talk to them that they must be a jerk. You see, they eat my ants. Therefore, they are jerks. Yes, 
I don't need to communicate to them. Denied. Yeah, I guess, like, if I imagine... Let's assume that someone was eating London. What would you do? Oh, don't... He's He has tried to make this happen before, and, and like, had so many cameras ready. Uh, yeah. Because I was trying to put it... I was... I mean, I was live streaming it. It was, like, a Twitch thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just glad that it was... Well, it was sort of a an attempt at a robot thing that he made, uh, but it was... An animatronic? What? Yeah, it was more I, of a bucket. I, I had... I had... I had... No. I had built... I had built a machine whose purpose was to convert human matter into energy by consuming it. Now, I only got as far as putting a bucket on top of, like, a second bucket... But that does not mean that that's what it was. Do you, you you understand what I'm talking about? I completely understand. I've tried making machines before, and it just doesn't work. I can't just put a bucket on a bucket, and it doesn't it work. It will work. My What I'm working on will work eventually. I just haven't reached that point yet. But, the, yes, I've tried to create something that would eat Dr. London, and my feelings on it were, I, I think, hungry. I think I, I think seeing someone else eat him made me hungry, and so I think I like ordered. I think and once like again, sub sandwich. To clarify, someone else eating me. What he's describing as making him hungry was me walking in the door and a bucket falling on my head. So there's a bucket on a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, two buckets together falling on my head, and then I just I took it off real quick, and then he was like, "I I gotta go get some food," and so he went out the door as I was coming in. And I should clarify, this isn't a bucket, like, inside of another bucket. This is a bucket and a bucket, like, like a bucket sitting upwards and then a bucket upside down oh. on top of it. And then you can sort of clamp them together to be teeth. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? And go, ha, rah, 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 rah. And so that, that made me hungry. And isn't that sort of the scientific experiment? Yes. I guess... Now my question is, you brought all these ants here. They seem to be kind of at your command, almost in a way that seems threatening. What, why did you come here with, was it just to thank Cameron for uh, the gift of your new life? Well, yes, and since I have so much more free time because the ants make me things and bring me things, I've been developing a game. Oh, like Monopoly or... Hungry, Hungry Hippos. I call it Caverns and Queens. Caverns, Caverns and, Queens. and Queens. Caverns and Queens. I am, I'm really... Wait, wait, wait. What, is the, what is the ant portion of this? Do they help you create this game? Well, yes, in the form of giving me time to make it, yes. Oh, so sort of indirectly they did. I, I'm excited for this. Or no, are, me and, are me and Dr. London like on the same team here? You two will be playing. Okay. Okay. And I am the describer, the one who describes the scenarios. Oh. Huh. In this, you can do whatever you want, assuming the dice allow it. Okay, so it sounds a lot like this is a game where you don't have to try to make it a game because it's mostly we do whatever we want then. You just do whatever you want and react to the situations that I put you in. Yeah, this sounds like every day. Okay, okay. So it's, it's like living life. Okay. Well, no, because this is, this is, you know, he pre- presents a scenario and then we think about it and then we do an action based on our thoughts. In real life, we don't stop and think about what we're doing. We're just going full speed no matter what in whatever direction is forward. I, I feel like that's right? a, a little more you, Cameron. I, I try to be thoughtful and deliberate with, with a lot of what I do. I, get, I see where you're getting confused, Dr. London, because you're thinking of, like, video games or things like that where you can sort of think it through. Whereas this is, like, real life. Like, I just go to work, and I'm, I, just, I just go. And I'm just sort of flailing my arms about, and I'm just, like, on, on forward motion. And then I fall asleep at night, and I have no idea what happened all day. And I feel like that's the human experience. Yes. Which is in contrast, too, to this game. Exactly. Now... Now you're finally getting it. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's try it. Two of you suddenly find yourselves in a tavern. Okay. Ooh, uh... You see people around you. Okay. Oh, God. 
Why do I keep ordering these? <coughs> oh man. Uh, well, I guess. Okay, lots of people around. Actually, can I can I roll if I should get another round of drinks? You can do that if you want. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna roll. All right. You rolled a fourteen. What do you think? What would on a fourteen you think you want? I mean, I guess that would be a seven and seven, right? Just the math works out. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and drink that. So, so Cameron, you've you've had another drink. Uh huh. Uh, can we say? So we're we're finding our purpose, I guess here. So should I? I guess I'll ask around for the if there's some some mission that someone wants done well you do see a person in the corner with a hood they're just holding the hood they don't have it on okay i was gonna say i don't want to bother them but uh if they if they're just holding it maybe i'll walk up and this is just like the hood of a hoodie is this one of those, so, you know, like, on a jacket, sometimes you can, like, they'll have, like, a zip-off hood. Is It's just yeah. the hood of one of those? Yes, it's one of those. Okay, so okay. I want to look around the room for the other part of the jacket. All right, I'll have you roll a persuasion check. You don't see it anywhere, surprisingly. Dang it. I was hoping we could find the jacket and, like, win this guy over. Can I make the same attempt look around you can for make it. the same attempt you see it he's wearing the other part of it okay okay so i guess okay so i would like to walk over to him and say and let him know that his hood is missing and he should he should reattach it his hood in my hands i see it it allows yeah. me to control ants. I do not want the ability. Uh, can can I have the hood? Yes. He hands you over the hood. He's just holding it. Yes. An outstretched arm, waiting. Can I can I put the hood on, or do I have to hold it? Like it always has to take up a hand. You must wear the hood. Okay. Okay. So I can wear it. Okay. So I'm gonna put the hood on. As you put the hood on. Nothing happens. Okay, Cameron, you look ridiculous. You should. You need to get the the jacket that goes with it. Oh, okay. So let me ask the 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 formerly hooded man uh, if I can have his jacket as well. Very well. You will roll. The man looks at you. Looks at the hood wearing it. Looks at the hood you are wearing. He starts to take his jacket off and hands it to London. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so I have the jacket now. I guess we'll just, Cameron, we'll just switch out every once in a while. Who gets yeah. to wear? Because, I mean, jacket. the logical thing would be I would give you the hood. But then th that makes me wonder if I miss out on the fun. So why don't I give you the hood and then you give me the jacket? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, let's right. do that. You swap your items, you put them on, and nothing happens. Okay, well. Every day. Can I roll to see if I'm able to button the jacket or if it's too small for me? Very well. You, it does not have buttons. You can zip up the jacket though. Okay, so it, okay, so it's not too small. Great, great. It is a really good fit. I zip up my jacket. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I'll, I'll uh, write that down. Okay, I guess next. Okay, so we should probably say, get drinks, right? Well, n now what I'm thinking is. If there's a girl here, I, and I don't want to, like, that's, just, that's my preference. I don't know what you, but, like, I don't know. Maybe we could impress someone with the, the newly acquired clothing and maybe get a phone number. Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's scan the room for babes. Can we do that? You, you can indeed scan the room for babes. I will roll. Okay. You find some babes. Oh. Cameron, you got a better eye for babes than you do for jackets. Do you, should we switch? No, I just, whenever you looked for a jacket before, you couldn't find it. Then whenever I looked for a jacket, it was easy. Oh, I thought you were and, calling the jacket ugly, and that's why you and that's why you were so eager to switch. Uh, well, it's... Hey, let's, let's go after these babes, though, right? Well, no, I mean, does it... I mean, it zips up, so it's not too small. Walk over to the babes. 
You walk over to the collective group of babes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and how many are there? There are four babes. Okay. Well, so now I'm gonna uh, lose um, some of my uh, initiative here and turn around because I'm pretty intimidated now. I challenge the babes. To to what? A fight. Very well then. I will. Then it's time to roll initiative. Okay. You have. You are going first. Okay. I destroy all four babes. Very well. How do you want to destroy the babes? Uh, ba- Use your jacket. Oh, yeah, my jacket. I suffocate them with my jacket. Interesting. As you suffocate them with a the jacket, they turn into ants. Oh. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Wait, let me try to... Con- I try to control the ants. We need to both, at the same time, try to control the ants. I don't know if I want to, though. But that was the entire point of getting the guy's okay, jacket yeah, yeah, and okay. hood. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Lond- uh, okay, so I... London and I both try to control the ants. Very well. London, since you have the hood, you are able to control the ants. Okay. Uh, so when you I... look at them, you start hearing their tiny ant voices. What just happened to us? Where are we? Why are we like this? How do we get turned to ants? I answer each of them specifically, individually, and say, you know, hey, sorry, what's up? Uh, do, I don't know what this guy's doing. I don't know him. But uh, how are you today? Well, we were good. Now we're ants. Cool, cool. Uh, I introduced Christianity to the ant that was questioning where he came from. Hmm, yes. That ant is now a devout follower of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Great. Okay, perfect. Can I um, make all the ants turn back into uh, babes again? Once ants, they are forever ants. Okay, well, wow. Okay, that's... There's a bit of a... An ethical dilemma there. Okay. Uh, so I want to apologize to the ants now that I know what I've done and ask them to join me on my journey. Oh, are we going somewhere? Uh, f- probably. The ants have nothing better to do. They join you on your journey. Yeah. But once again, nothing weird. Nothing weird. It's, you know. Uh, okay. You so, now have four ant babes. Okay. Oh, so it's four ants total? Uh, Are the ants normal ant-sized? The ants are ant-sized. Okay. I try to ride out on one of the ants anyway, even though you just told me that they're not giant. Very well. As you attempt to ride out on an ant, it grows in size, and you are able to ride the ant. Oh, wow. That actually worked out perfectly. I was kind of... See, this is... This is usually how i operate in life dr london i don't sit back and think like is this going to cause me to squish the ant or anything like that i just kind of do i just kind of open my mouth and things come out and then things happen usually to my benefit yeah but usually like you know you turn like to your benefit sure but then also like for strangers women who you know were just at a bar probably looking for a good time or at a tavern uh they get turned into a, a species of you know a different creature that you know an ant i whip the ant so it goes faster the ant immediately doubles its speed you are going at a lightning pace out of the tavern i guess we need to figure out like a direction dr london can you can you ask a question to help us figure out like what we're doing yeah well i don't i don't think the ants will know but maybe i'll oh i will also get on one of the ants and then i will ask the room uh like, have ye a quest for me? We have ye quest for thy. Wow, the whole room said that in unison. They all have a separate quest for you. Okay. Uh, okay, so I'll just, let's see. And I hate to do it through this method again, but uh, any any babes specifically asking? Roll for babe check. Yes. You find no babes. That's... That wasn't going to happen. Okay, then um, could I check for just the ugliest person there? 
Roll for an ugly person. You find the ugliest person you've ever seen. Yeah, that's my luck. Okay. Um, so I ask, ask the ugly one, um, what, what is their quest? I have a quest for you. I require you to go to the edge of town. And your journey will begin there. Okay, thanks. Uh, and you. Like... So the quest. So the quest part is just going to town, and then after that is the journey, right? The quest begins at the edge of town. The quest part is from the tavern to the town, and then the journey begins. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so I'm I'm hopping on this. Yeah, I'm still still riding this ant. So I'm gonna say, you know, um, uh, I'm gonna recommend a good skin cream to this um, uh, this ugly person, and um, I get can I can I roll for how they receive the recommendation? Yes. I will go buy this skin cream you speak of. Great, great. You know, and just with that he leaves the tavern. Great. Okay. So anyway, we can go. Let's go to town. Okay. I ride directly behind London to reduce wind resistance. So my my ant is less tired than uh, London's. Our two spare ants are riding on the back of my ant. Yeah, weighing you down. All right. So are we we at the edge of town then, or to at town? Yeah. You get to the edge of town and you see this edgy looking person walking in. Okay, so I I hail the stranger and say, you know, what up, bruh? What's up, brother? What's going on with you? Uh, not much, <laughs> Holmes. Uh, so we were told to go here for a quest. Do you know about that? No, 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 no. no. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My colleague is confused. London, the quest was getting here. Now sorry. it's the journey. Yeah, the journey. Yeah, I know all about the journey. Okay. We make some good music. Yeah. Um, yeah, so could you tell us about... Uh, so I guess it's a musical uh, endeavor that we're about to go on? Ah, uh, nah, man. Nah, we're not going to go see the journey. No, no, no. What you going to do is I see you already started it by getting those ants. I need you to accumulate an army of ants so we can burn this town. This town's anti-ant. I ain't about that. So we're gonna burn this town. Okay. So. Well, I guess, I guess let's start by beating the crap out of this guy and turning him into an ant, right? Yeah, that I think I feel a lot more morally okay with with you throwing your jacket on him. Yeah. Okay. So, well, we gotta. I challenge the uh, the sketchy, edgy guy. Very well. I'm going to roll. He goes first. Oh no. He pulls out a gun. Oh no. My the ant that I'm riding jumps. Uh, jumps to try to stop the gun. The gun is stopped. It's on the ground. Yes. Cameron, it's your turn. Okay, I want to. I I think we need. I need to pl- get into like a defensive position. So I use London and his ant as a human and ant shield. Okay, then I use my hood to um, force Cameron's ant to bring all of us into a uh, an offensive position going forward into this edgy guy. It's now the edgy guy's turn. He pulls out two more guns. I unzip part of my jacket because it is a little tight. Either you give me that army of ants or I shoot both of you right now. Okay. Well, I mean, so to, just to clarify, Mr. Edgy Man, uh, this is four ants. This, I wouldn't think of this as an army. No, I need you to get me more ants. Okay. Yeah, that's or why we're trying to turn you into an ant. No, I need to live through this. Well, you, you You're call saying this that alive? this isn't living? Well, yeah. no, the ants are still alive, just their ants. I need to be a person through this. Oh, that's that's pretty mean to the ants. Um, I don't think yeah, the ants to take say kindly. that like one life is better than another. I guess that's just interesting. I don't know. I didn't think of you as that kind of guy. I guess. I command... Well, no, no, no. I don't care how you get the ants. You can go to normal ant hills and get ants from them. 
or you can turn people into ants. It's really your choice. I was just saying, like, if you actually wanted to commit to this cause as opposed to just being all talk, then you would turn yourself into an ant. Yes. Would you like to roll persuasion? Yeah, I'd like to roll to see if I can convince the guy that he turns himself into an ant. You know what? He, he drops the gun. He takes off his jacket, which is filled with more guns. He drops it. All right, turn me into that ant, baby. Anify me. Don't give him the satisfaction. Uh, hmm. Let's antify them. We antify them. Okay. You antify the edgy man. You now have an edgy ant on your side, along with on the ground a jacket full of guns. I put on the jacket because I don't have a jacket on and it is chilly. You now have the gun jacket. I toss all the guns out because they're all cold. Okay, I pick up all the guns, obviously. Well, as you toss the guns out of the jacket, they disappear. Uh, no. Worth it. London, we could have used those to threaten the townspeople into becoming ants. You just keep tossing out guns. It's not possible. There's, there can't be this many guns. Okay. Okay, so it looks like we have a problem of a never-ending gun uh, depository. depository. So... Um, Cameron, I think maybe we shouldn't be doing what this guy said by killing the town. That's actually where, where I had a problem. You think we should switch the hood and the jacket? No, I, I think we should like maybe find a different quest because d- killing an entire town of people, burning it to the ground doesn't sound, you know, moral or ethical or even lawful to me. I challenge Dr. London. Very well, we roll initiative. London, you are first. Okay, well, I have the hood on, so I use... You have the hood and the gun jacket. I use all the ants to strip away uh, Cameron's jacket and pin him down. The ants do not successfully tear away the jacket or pin him down. I feel good about what I did. I, I swipe London's gun jacket. Is that, is that an option? That is an option. I'm going to roll contending strength checks again. You do not successfully swipe the jacket. Oh, I take a gun out and throw it to the ground, again symbolically saying how I don't you know, condone violence. You throw the gun to the ground, it disappears. But the message is conveyed. Cameron, what's your response that? To was that was your entire move? Well, I, like, I can't take it back at this point. Now I'm now I'm regretting it a little bit. Cameron, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm just gonna bash London on the head with like a head, like a big hammer. The big hammer. Yeah. All right. You We're gonna one? roll a hit. You miss with your big hammer. It's very unwieldy. Man, almost makes me want to prove a point again. Uh, but instead, I'm going to uh, use my hood to summon one of the ants and ride it away at the same time if i can i'm going to use the hood to stop cameron from riding an one of the ants grows into size the other ants hop on you get on the ant that is your turn um i i brand london a coward and convince all the townspeople to call him that for fleeing hmm you successfully convinced the entire town that your friend is a coward I, I mean, I think that's the end of my journey, right? That was that was all I was trying to do. Finally yeah. talk some sense into these people. Let's see. I, I take my jacket and I I find the... So th- this town, does it have like a chief or a mayor or something like that? There is no law in this town. It is only anarchy. While okay. London's doing this, can I kick up my kick up my feet and relax and have like maybe a margarita sort of as a celebration that my journey of branding London a coward is done? Yes. Easy enough to do. The margarita is delicious. Okay. So I take out some guns and I shoot in the air uh, 20 times with however many guns that takes. I throw them and I say, I am the king now. I'm going to roll you an intimidation check. The people believe you to be their king. Yes. I remind the people that he's the coward from just a few minutes, just five minutes ago. 
Yeah, but he has a gun. Why would a coward have a gun? That is very true. The bravest people do have guns. Now, to, I think to finish up my part of the quest, I saved the town by, for one thing, not burning it up, but then also by um, commanding the townspeople to dress Cameron in a jester's costume and put him in the, uh, the jail. The people do not do that. Okay. 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 I, I thought too much of myself. Um, They're calling you the Coward King. King of Cowards. What, just because I won't shoot them? The people begin screaming anarchy and burn everything to the ground. <sighs> you know, maybe, maybe that, that guy was right. The, the ant that we have now? Um, maybe there was a reason why he wanted to burn this town down. The human consumption robot that I built tries to eat Dr. London. The unit is chasing Dr. London with hungry intent. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. Okay, so it can chase me. That's new. Uh, I take out guns and start shooting at it. You begin shooting at it. It seems to be immune to the bullets. The technology is too advanced. Then I take my jacket off and hand it to the robot and declare him king. The people begin to declare the robot king, the great mighty robot king. What will he ever do? He's still chasing you though. Oh, okay. That's that's not that helpful. Okay, well then I I hop on to And now he has guns. And it sounds like an entire country behind him. Yeah, okay, so I, I hop onto one of the ants, and right away... You begin leaving at a lightning pace. People are still yelling at you about being a coward, and the robot is shooting at you. Unfortunately for him, you leave its area of anger, aggression, territory, what have you. And then if I could just get another... If I get a strawberry margarita... With salt. A babe brings you a margarita with salt. I mean, this really could not have turned out better. Honestly, this is... I mean, this is just sort of how I see my real life, honestly. Yeah, I wish I hadn't left town so I could at least, you know, partake even in the visuals of it. But I am gone now. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't... It's not like you'd be hanging with us, Dr. London. You're the coward king. (laughs) The coward king, king of cowards. Yeah, okay, well, I guess... I think my part's done. I, we, we did the, the quest. The journey was completed. Um, and a king has been put in place that it sounds like his reign could actually last forever because he is uh, a robot. So I guess we did it. Congratulations. Quest wow. completed. Game over. You win. Wow. That was Dantman. Can I call you Dantman? Sure. Dantmian, that was, I mean, that was incredible. This, everything that happened today, all this amazing, this amazing journey that London and I can, went on, you can have it in your home today just for three easy payments every single month of $29.99 when you order Antbox. Wow. You know, before we finish here, uh, I just remembered we have chores to do. <laughs> We have this thing. We basically, for the podcast, we put this off for a long time. We have all these chores that are piled up. And so we compiled them into uh, spokes on a wheel. So we have this chore wheel that we spin, and then we find out what the chore is for the day. Damien, can you can you use your ants to go ahead and spin the chore wheel for us? Sure. All right, and okay. No, I didn't. I didn't want to have to do this one. I, I wish we'd had it last week. Um, no, we, we can, we can, we can do it this week. Okay. Uh, so I mean, we have to do it. That's the problem. Yeah. I told you to not put seasonal. Yeah. Yeah. Chores um, on the wheel. I knew we were going to run into this issue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so we have um, our. It it says Halloween costumes. So, uh, yeah. So I guess. Um, and it says specifically on the card, describe your creative Halloween costume that you're wearing right now. Yeah, which, like, had we done this 
at the proper time. Never mind. We we can, we can still work with it. We can still work with it. Okay. So, this just seems like bad planning. I'll be honest. It's asking Doctor London to plan anything is like asking me to plan anything. It ain't gonna happen. Nope. Well, I mean, I you know, I'm 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 wearing my costume today. I'm wearing um um you know I've got I've got jeans, so I'm sort of like a denim um like a denim ghoul, like a denim ghoul. Is that, I mean, Dr. Lennon, is this, is this what we're, is this it? Is this the chore? Yeah, I, I think. I mean. Who commissioned this chore? Yeah, so this was, uh, this is the local uh, Parks and Rec Center. Um, and they were really emphatic that we needed to do this and that people could be harmed if we didn't. So like, I, like, I'd like to play it funny, but we have to be very serious about this. Okay, well, I'm the denim monster. Um, I eat. All all other forms. Uh, I eat chinos and I eat khakis because they, you know, they're not denim, so they're they're different. Uh, I mean, Doctor London, I, 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 you know, I um um, you know, I I have zippers for my eyes, and I, I mean, is this? I mean, is this scary to anyone? Is anyone gonna give me like candy for this? I, 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 uh, I'm very afraid right now. Good. good, good I mean, yeah. I think I did it. Yeah, keep yeah, yeah. that up. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Damien, would you like to go next? Uh, just, you know, share a little bit about what you're... Well, I am... I, I, I am the Ant King. I have a top hat. Uh, my face is apparently an ant. And I have a suit jacket on. Yeah, he he was already kind of dressed to the nines. Yeah, I admit that he's the only one who's really ready for the... Okay, okay, but no. I mean, I, I'm ready to. I'm ready to. Um, so... Oh, Dr. London, your costume is so scary. What, what, what is it? Yeah, so, as you can see, I'm wearing, um, these, these kind of, uh, ankle-length black socks with these sock garters holding Mm. them up. And that's... Mm, Yes, terrifying. Yeah, and that's, so that's part of it. Um, and I'm wearing, uh, these cut-off shorts, uh, that are, um... Uh, well, they're, they're, they used to be scrubs, but then I got into an accident. So, but, but that's intentional. And so that's what the guards are attached to. Um, that's interesting. I want to hear a little bit more about this accident. Does it remind you of anything from your childhood? Yeah, I would like to know too about this accident. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> so you know how sometimes you're walking up an escalator. Is the escalator going downwards and you're walking the other way up? Yeah, or well, are you and standing on the escalator and waiting for it to go up? Or are you walking up the escalator as it goes up, increasing your speed? Okay, no, it was opposite direction. So I was walking up while it was going down. But, like, because you can kind of have a moment of stasis if you do. Like, I don't know. To me, it's pretty fun. Um, so I was doing that for a few hours the other day. Uh, and then... And all these people were kind of pushing by, trying to get by, and then finally. And how did that make you feel? Did that make you feel ignored? The pushing by me? No, it seemed a little bit rude though. For them. Anyway, someone pushed me over, and I fell down a little bit on the escalator, and then my scrubs got caught in the the part where the escalator uh, goes back inside, and um, I I tried to play it really cool and say so so i yelled out about how normal it was and then basically most of the the scrub pants were sucked down and then i was left with just the boxers with tweety bird driving a nascar right that's right anyway so so i was down to just the the torn up tweety bird boxers showing all and that's why you are the way you are huh Yes, it's certainly this whole this part of it, this whole thing. The, yeah, like, well, it's the talky talky part. Yeah, so so in any case, so so I got back to um back to my costume here. Uh, so I have the sock gar- the socks and the garters attached to the uh, cut off scrubs, and um, as you can see, I'm wearing uh, our, okay, oh this <laughs> very extremely related accident. I am wearing a crop top. Uh, and uh and suspenders too because the the sock garters would pull the the scrubs cutoffs you know down so uh-huh. i have to have suspenders to pull them up and, and so, what is this costume 
Yeah. What's the so, costume? So, so what, what, is, what, 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 what does it make? It, uh, I, uh, you're like a, uh, are you like a judge? Yes. Yes. That's, I, was, I almost said sexy doctor for a second, but yeah, yeah. Judge. Judge is the one that I am. Um, judge, jury and executioner. Yeah. And that's what, that's what anyone wearing, uh, sock garters, uh, that's what they'll say about them. Um, and you like having that kind of power, don't you, Dr. Lind? Talk about that. See, I do have one uh, other question. Why were you wearing scrubs in a mall? Oh, well, it's, uh, like, it's just after you go to work and you don't have much time, you have to go to the mall and, you know, have your, you know, whatever shopping time. And you just kind of going all the way home to change out of your scrubs is sometimes a bother. So, Which is interesting because you said in a previous session of ours, Dr. London, that you wear your scrubs out and about because you're jealous of all the army guys who wear their stuff out and about and people keep saying thank you for your service. Wow. Okay. Well, so, so I have multiple reasons for it. But yeah, I do like how people will salute me and well, like I feel like people you know put kick me signs on my back because uh, that's, that's been new since I met you. And but how does that make you feel? You don't feel can, ignored, right? In pain. Um, it's so physically you, painful. You, this is so interesting because earlier in our session, you talked about how painful it was to be ignored. But now when you're the focus, when you're not being ignored, that also brings pain. Dr. London, it sounds like your fear is fear of people. Uh, He's people-phobic. And hopefully you're able to get over that fear of people when you talk to Lucy on your way out about getting your insurance fixed so that way we can charge you properly. I feel like we got kind of all these chores done for today, or this chore done for the day. Um, maybe it's about time to, uh, how, how do we close this one up? I, I believe DJ Dylan plays us a we definitely did that chore sound. I'll do my definitely did that chore dance as well. Dance. Ooh. Ooh, nice moves. Okay. All right. All right, well, that's done. I feel like we, we went through our whole journey of uh, caverns and queens. Um, don't really feel like we touched much on uh, the band Queen, but maybe that maybe we'll do that next time. Thank you to uh, Damien Ant for being on. It was a pleasure. Yeah, and uh, is there a way for you know, listeners to follow you or find you outside of, you know, this podcast? As of now, not yet. If the ants are kind of out and about, and I mean, let's be honest, it sounds like they're pickpocketing people. It sounds like if they need to reach you, they can just sort of leave a message in their wallet for the ants. Is that is that about right? I mean, I don't know how the ants get the money, but if, if that is what they're doing, then yes. All right, so fans, if you could just leave messages for our guest Damien Ant uh, just in your pocket, and then the ants will just come by and take it for you. And, I mean, I think I, that should save you on postage as well. All right. Uh, well, so once again, thank you to Damien Ant uh, for being on the show, for, for guiding us through that journey uh, and, and also the quest. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to Gigi Dill in the house. <laughs> Hello, my name is Damien Ant. Since I have so much more free time because the ants make me things and bring me things, I've been developing a game. I call it Caverns and Queens. Yes, 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 yes. You two will be playing, and I am the describer, the one who describes the scenarios. In this, you can do whatever you want. Assuming, assuming, the dice allow it. My name is Dr. London Smith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. You tumble out of the barrel as it is tipped over, and the red liquid spills out. Well, there goes that plan. 
The silhouette above you presumably belongs to the barrel tipper, and you try to hold back the case of the grumps that threatens to overwhelm your consciousness. Yes, you ask, hoping that this is just a misunderstanding driven by curiosity. What were you doing in my wine barrel? asked the silhouette. Ah, so that is the issue. You reassure them with an honest answer. Oh, don't worry. I didn't drink any of the wine. I believe it was actually your pushing that barrel over that caused any, uh, any shortage issues. But I'm okay, so you don't have to fuss over me. You begin to gather yourself up, assured in the knowledge that you wouldn't have to explain yourself further. But then the silhouette's boot pushes on your chest, forcing you to sit once again. Why were you in my barrel of wine? The silhouette asks. Oh, sorry for the confusion. I had to dye my shirt a red wine color, and I didn't have that color. You and the silhouette both look at your stained shirt and trousers. And though the silhouette projects a befuddled vibe, you roll over to the side and sprint away, reveling in your newly colored attire. Speaking of reasons to revel, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Doc podcast in which you share about the times when you have hidden in barrels for art projects. And consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Doc podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdogpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.